Gazette Newspapers presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Chiel Arena in Potsdam, New York. Our first real true road trip for the Parting Shots Podcast, as I got to cover Union's uh, Game 1 of the ECAC Hockey Tournament quarterfinals against Clarkson. A 3-2 loss here on Friday night. A tough decision for the Dutchman, who played, for the most part, a pretty good game. Uh, sort of got away from them in the third period and in overtime, and it cost them. We'll talk about that just a little bit. But let's start with the uh, first period, which I thought was going to be the key to this series, considering that uh, the winners of the uh, season, games in the season series also won the first period. Union uh, had a three-goal first period down at uh, Messering back in November, ended up winning 4-3 in overtime. And, of course, the rematch back in January here at Shield was a six-goal first period for Clarkson. And uh, the Knights, Golden Knights went on to an 8-2 victory that night. So um, there's only one goal scored in the opening period here on Friday night, and that was by Clarkson as Noah Beck uh, beat uh, Connor Murphy for the high slot shot that uh, seemed to deflect off a Union defenseman and got past Murphy uh, with 5.35 left in the first period. Uh, it was one nothing Clarkson at that point. But I felt, uh, for the most part, Union played a, a solid first period. It really, it was, it was a you know, tough goal to give up. It was, I, I originally thought Murphy didn't see the shot, and he'll talk about that goal uh, when we have his interview just in a little bit here. Uh, Union ended up getting a late power play, a major power play, uh, when Ryan Richardson uh, hit Josh Kosak from behind in the right-wing corner in the Clarkson zone. That came with 5.5 seconds left in the first period, and that gave uh, Union a five-minute major. Obviously, the bulk of it carried over into the second period. Now, if you recall, last Saturday against Princeton, Union had to kill off a five-minute major uh, between the seconds, uh, end of the second period and the start of the third period, and that helped contribute uh, to their 5-1 victory over Princeton and uh, to eliminate the Tigers from the ECAC Hockey Tournament and have Union advance to face Clarkson up here at Chiel Arena. Well, Union was able to get that uh, power play goal, and the man who got hit from behind, Josh Kozak, put it in the net, 4.07 into the second period. 53 to go with a major power play. Smedstrom, right corner now for Ferguson. Short side shot, save made rebound, and they score on the rebound. Kosak scores. Coming off the post was the goaltender, Heider. Matthew Gosselin got a goal back for Clarkson as the Golden Knights retook the lead with uh, 5.57 left in the second period. But uh, Union was able to tie it again. It was a strange goal to start with because uh, right before the puck was dropped by the linesman, Gabriel Seeger had... Uh, defenseman Cullen Ferguson and Dylan Anhorn switched posi- uh, positions uh, on the blue line. Ferguson went from the right point to the left point, and then um, uh, the Union got called for a faceoff violation as Anhorn went to the right side. Uh, but the move paid off. So you're going to face off to Ferguson. Ferguson skated down uh, to the bottom of the left circle, and Anhorn came in unnoticed from the right point, and it was an easy tap in to tie it at two with 3.44 left in the second period. Goes loose to the faceoff. It's one for Ferguson walking into oh, across for a shot and a backdoor goal. It's time. Anhorn came down the boards. Now this is where I think Union uh, sort of lost control in the third period. They just didn't seem to attack as much. Outshot twenty to five in the third period. Connor Murphy played excellent hockey. Union may have had like one chance. Connor Graff late uh, missed wide uh, from the left side. 
but the game went to overtime, and unfortunately for the Dutchman, it did not end well. Uh, this was the fourth overtime meeting between the two programs in uh, postseason history. And uh, the last time that happened was in the 2005 first round when all three games went to overtime at Mesa. And Clark Clarkson won two of them, including the game 3-1 in the, that 2005 series. And um, it was uh, Ant Arton Martino scoring the game winner at 135. Father here along the boards. Who's fucking a chance for a shot? Rebound, shit, shit, and a goal! Martino! Nice steal, right wing side. Ayrton Martino with one minute and 34 seconds going to the over. On a personal note, uh, before I came to the game, I decided to, to, to uh, look at, at uh, the past years of covering college hockey and see how many overtime games I have covered in the postseason because I've earned the. Uh, the nickname Mr. Overtime uh, because of the fact that it seems like when I'm in the building for a playoff game, games go overtime. Cover two five overtime games uh, involving Union. Uh, I've covered a four overtime game in the NCAA playoffs. Covered a couple, a couple of uh, triple overtime games, including one up here at Clarkson against RPI back in uh, 2012. So uh, this was my 25th overtime playoff game. So that's, that's a lot uh, over the years. And to get to cover two, five overtime games is, yeah, you know, one, you're lucky enough, but two, in a span of four years that back in 2006 against Seattle and 2010 against Quinnipiac, uh, it makes for long nights, but enjoyable nights. Uh, let's get to the interviews. Let's start with uh, Union interim head coach John Ronan. Way for the game then. I mean, you guys played pretty well if you're, you know, through two periods. Uh, the third period, you really weren't attacking much, but uh, how, how do you recover from this one? We got no choice but to but to move on. Um, you know, that's this time of year. Now our backs against the wall. It's single elimination. But you know, we've talked all along about the resiliency of our group. So you know, we'll digest this tonight. Wake up tomorrow, new day, and you know, get right back at it. Yeah, we knew obviously the first period you down one nothing. However, you probably the best first play considering what happened here. Uh, in January, uh, the first period, you had to be pretty, pretty pleased with the way they played, even though down one nothing. Yeah, you know what? It's I, I thought we got better as the period went on. I think we kind of tiptoed in a little bit, but you know the water was warm, and then, <laughs> then we got going. Um, you know, so I did like our pushback there. I thought we were pretty good in the second. You know, and they, they were good in the third. And you know, it was kind of an unfortunate break there at the end, but you know, it's hockey. You got the late, the major power play there at the end of the first period carries over into the second. Be able to be able to score. I mean, how important was that? And, and of course, you know, we saw what happened last week with Princeton. You guys killing that so you'd be able to get a goal there. I mean, how important was that? Yeah, that's a big one. Um, you know, we stuck with it to it. You know, I think it was it was our second unit that that ended up getting the goal there. And you know, it's special teams are huge this time of year. I, I, I liked our special teams. It gave us a chance to win tonight. The second goal there, you guys got a faceoff violation because Cullen and Dillon switched spots and it turned out to be all right. Was whose decision was that to, to make the switcher at the last second, which ended up leading to the goal? That was that was the center. So I think Seek took that faceoff. Um, you know, he was a late getting the guys where they wanted to, but it worked out in the end. So it was a, it was a great great play by you know obviously Seeks winning the faceoff, but Cullen and Dillon to execute. What happened in the third period? You outshot twenty to five. You know, Connor does stop all the shots, but you guys really weren't as aggressive offensively. What 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 happened there? Yeah, they had the puck a lot. It's you know what they're they're skilled. They're <laughs> that's that's the Clarkson team that you know we were expecting to play, and you know they were they're good. They're they're a very very good team. Um, you know, I thought for a lot of the games, you know, we try to keep them outside pretty good, and you know, for all the possession they had, I thought we bent at times, but we didn't break. Uh, the last goal there, the game winner. I mean, it looked like Connor had 
made the glove save, but just didn't control it. Uh, is that what you saw? Yeah, there's a couple, couple little detailed things that you know happened prior to it. But yeah, he, guy had a great A chance. He ripped the puck. He couldn't corral it. Then uh, I think it was Martino who got the goal. It was a big time play made in front. Up next is Josh Kosak, who earlier Friday was named a finalist for the ECAC Hockey Student Athlete of the Year award. Tough way to lose. I mean, you guys played pretty well for uh, two and a half periods. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely a crushing defeat. But um, you know, I thought we battled. You know, we kept battling back all night, and um, you know, we just got to bring our game tomorrow to, to extend the series. How do you bounce back? How do you try to get over this? <clears throat> yeah, we just got to dig deep. It's uh, going to come from within. You know, we've been uh, put through some challenging times throughout the year, and um, you know, just another hurdle to overcome. First period, yeah, even though you were down one nothing, I thought it was one of the best first periods because obviously with what happened here the last time, you so what was the feeling like after the first period? Yeah, we were emphasizing all week, just trying to start start hot. Um, you know, they're a very good first period team, and um, we try to get on the attack there. And um, yeah, they were up one nothing after the first, but um, like you said, I thought we played a pretty solid period, and um, we were feeling feeling pretty good about ourselves after the first. I mean, you got hit from behind there late in the first period, which sets up the five-minute major, and you end up scoring the goal. So, uh, was it a good feeling to, to get that goal after you got, got hit from behind? Yeah, I thought. Uh, um, you know, I thought we struggled a bit at the start, so it was definitely nice to get that at the end and tie the game up, and um, you know, swing the momentum a little bit. Would have been nice to obviously score another one on that five-minute major, but. Um, yeah, no, it was definitely, definitely a good, a good feeling to score that one. The third period, you guys were outshot 20 to five. Uh, what, why, was, what, what was lacking with the offensive chances? I just thought we were sitting back a little too much. Um, I thought we were pretty happy with how you know the first 41, we're two-two game. Um, I thought if you would have told us at the start of the game, we would have taken that. Um, and I thought we just got a little complacent a little bit, you know, worrying about not making a, spit, uh, a mistake rather than getting the, on, on the attack. But in saying that, I don't think they had too many, uh, too many chances out of those 20 shots. So, um, yeah, you know, we got to bring it tomorrow to, to keep it going. Uh, thoughts on being named finalist for the ECAC Hockey uh, Award there? Yeah, no, definitely very honored. Um, you know, Dornbach and, and Betts are... Tremendous players, and I'm sure they're tremendous uh, scholars as well, going to Harvard and Cornell. So, um, yeah, no, I'm very honored to be named a, a finalist, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, bring it home. Finally, goaltender Connor Murphy. Uh, Murphy made 37 saves in the game and became Union's all-time single-season saves leader. Yeah, considering the guys, the first period you guys played up here last time you're here. I mean, even though you're down one nothing tonight, I mean, did you guys feel pretty good about it? Yeah, I mean, I, I liked where we were at in the uh, in the first period. Uh, unfortunately, they got a lucky bounce off our defenseman that ended up in the back of our net. But um, I really thought the guys were uh, were sticking to the game plan, and we really took it to them just as much as they did for uh, to us. So um, I really thought we hang, hung in there well, and we really showed them that we could play with them. So the puck deflected it because we we saw it looked like you were screened a little bit. Uh, so we so it deflected off one of your teammates. Yeah, just uh, the, he shot it from the point, and I saw it come in, and it hit one of our defensemen in like the arm and then somehow just got got past both of us so uh, I don't I didn't see it after it hit him so I'm not really sure how it happened but um, it's just an unfortunate bounce nothing we can really do about it third period made 20 saves you're very busy I mean how good was that for you to keep the team score tied heading into overtime yeah just trying to do my job um, obviously it's a tight game so I'm trying to make every save that I can and, uh, 
luckily I was able to do that in that period, but it kind of sucks wasn't able to get that last one in overtime. Yeah, can you tell me what happened there? It looked like you hit, hit your glove and just weren't able to control it. Yeah, it was just a, it was a quick shot from the from the dot, and it just hit the bottom part of my glove and went right to the guy on the on the uh, to his right. So it, he was able to get the rebound and pull it one way and put it through my five hole. So it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And I had a chance to talk with uh, Clarkson head coach Casey Jones before heading back up to the press box. Comment just how to, to the game-winning goal there. How did you see it? Well, I thought we started the, the overtime with some urgency. I thought we had a good, good uh, finished a good check in the neutral zone that led, led to a turnover, like led to an icing, and um, we had good presence there. Without we stayed, we're, we're kind of reloaded pretty good. I, I thought our urgency the third was a lot better than it had been. I think you had some momentum there going into overtime. It was a third period outshot unit, twenty to five. Yeah, you know, Murphy stops them all. So, did you feel you had? The momentum on your side heading into overtime. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were good, doing a good job of taking their speed through neutral zone. And, uh, you know, I thought the third period, I thought we started turning the tide a little bit in our favor. Uh, the graph kid had a pretty good chance, pretty good look to one there. But, uh, um, you know, we, we felt we were starting to come a little bit. Maybe the time off was uh, what it took to go, but I thought it was a hard-fought game. My three stars of the game are number three, Cullen Ferguson of Union. He assisted on uh, both of the Dutchman's goals. Uh, number two star is Zach uh, Texos. He assisted on Two goals, including the game winner. And Ariton Martino is the number one star with the goal, the game winner, and also an assist. Game two will be Friday, uh, Saturday night at 7 o'clock. And uh, Clarkson wins. They head to Lake Placid next weekend. If Union wins, we'll have game three here Sunday at 4 o'clock. Let's take a look around uh, the other games in ECAC hockey and a stunner at Harvard. RPI up 3 nothing and seemingly in control of that game. Harvard pulls the goaltender. Down 3 nothing, The Crimson score not one, not two, but three extra attacker goals. The last coming with 15 seconds left in the regulation, sending that game into overtime. And overtime did not last long as Jack Donato scored two minutes into the extra session to give Harvard a 4-3 victory over RPI. And it's, a, I think, a, really a devastating loss for the engineers who were in control of that game. How do they bounce back? We'll see what happens Saturday night at uh, Bright Landry Hockey Center. Quinnipiac with a 4-1 victory over St. Lawrence. And then Cornell, with Mike Schaefer back in the bench, uh, beat Colgate 3-1. So we'll be back here uh, Saturday night. Uh, you know, Follow my coverage on Twitter at Slapshots. And if you have any questions or comments about the podcast, or if you have any questions about union hockey or college hockey in general, email me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. The views expressed in the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of Gazette newspapers. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of Gazette newspapers. I'm Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From Chio Arena in Potsdam, New York, good night, good hockey.